The John Clay Wolf Show has appeared on terrestrial radio for a really, really, really long time. So we dug into our pockets, and on the other side of our d- we found something funny. And yes, it's contagious. Gather round as the Wolf Pack goes on this throwback adventure. What's the damn deal? It's your boy DJ Pre-K with the John Clay Wolf Show. Y'all already know what time it is. Everybody's favorite day of the week, Flashback Friday. And I got in a little crash last week, so I missed y'all. But I'm back with a big time banger. All right, we got a legendary interview with the wise guy himself, Henry Hill. And if you know Goodfellas, you know his story. I mean, this man put away 50 of his comrades Ooh, hang that jersey up in the Snitch Hall of Fame. Hot damn it. Mm-mm. Let's hear what he was up to in part one of this classic interview and see how he made out after making his way out the sewers. God bless the dead. Check it out. Live from a fortified compound, the location of which is something you don't want to exit about, my friend. It's the Daily Nooner with your host. He's a good fella. Give it up for Henry Hill. Right, Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely, thanks for coming. You know, it was funny. I, I saw was it Silver City? What's what's the name of the place that's having the filming? Silver City's actually gonna have him. Uh, Gentlemen's Club. Gonna, yeah, he's gonna be cooking actually too at six thirty uh, tomorrow. I saw that online mm-hmm. somewhere, and um, that you were gonna be there. And I told Turley, I was like, uh, get a hold of this guy's pub and <clears> see if he wants to come join us while he's in town. You never know. You're yeah, gonna show the movie, and the, you know, then it's, it's a, a buffet. Mm-hmm. And it's at the you know Silver City Gentlemen's Club in North Dallas, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of you know, you got the strippers there, and uh, you know that's always a little fun. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. They have dancers. That never hurts. A, that, that never yeah. hurts a damn thing. It's like having a little salt, a little pepper, a little garlic. It's all seasoning. Uh, it's speaking of seasoning, right? Speaking of seasoning, Fortunas Italian. Is it Fortunas or Fortunas? Fortunas. Fortunas. Yes. Uh, Excellent, excellent, excellent grub. They just um, made lunch for us. Uh, it was fabulous. I tell you, it's uh, one of the best meals I've had since I've been on the road. Really? In the last four weeks. Honestly, kind of. I used to do concert promotion. Yeah. And I remember these uh, guys that were on the road really appreciated good meals. And um, going along with the lines of the movie Goodfellas, it looked like you guys like to eat. If half that stuff's true. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you know the movie was 95.9% true. I mean, every, you know. Really? That sco- much? Yeah, you know, he had to fudge a few things and combine a lot of stuff, and he, he changed the things, but other than that, it's all, you know, it's right out of the book, Wise Guy. I don't know if you, ever, if you guys ever read the book. I sure. did not read it. Mm. Well, that, that, that goes in depth a lot more, you mm-hmm. know. So the movie, and that was one of my first questions, the movie Goodfellas, which is a story of your life, Yeah, is 95% accurate. Really? I figured you were going to say 80% accurate. No. What part, if you remember... Was dramatic license? Uh, well, I, uh, the names first of all. There was a few names that were changed. Uh, uh, well, you know, in the movie it showed it was cocaine. In, in reality, it was uh, heroin. You know, we were getting pure, pure China White. I got some clips for you. Here, here's some names. There was Jimmy and Tommy and me, and there was Anthony Stabile, Frankie Carbone. And then there was Mo Black's brother, Fat Andy, and his guys, Frankie the Wop, Freddie No-Nose. And then there was Pete the Killer, who was Sally Balls' brother. And you had Nicky Eyes, 
and Mikey Franchese and Jimmy Two Times, who got that nickname because he said everything twice, like... I'm gonna go get the papers, get the papers. Get the papers. For us, to live any other way was nuts. To us, those goody-good people who work jobs for bum paychecks and took the subway to work every day, worried about their bills, were dead. And they were suckers. They had no balls. If we wanted something, we just took it. If anyone complained twice, they got hit so bad, believe me, they never complained again. It was just all routine, and you didn't even think about it. I never hit a number. Those are some names. Yeah, Jimmy Nando's. So were all those guys part of your career, your upbringing? You just changed the names around, but were all the characters real? Oh yeah, I mean, in, in 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 the movie they were all uh, you know there was a Tony and you know Paulie and uh, I mean all of those guys were you know right up. Did you ever and, come down here and visit Paulie? He was in Fort, he died in Fort Worth. Yeah, I know. No, I didn't come visit. Him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he uh, yeah he was looking to kill me. When am I gonna come visit him? Yeah, he, he had a two million dollar price on my head. You know. Did he? But I mean, did they not <laughs> understand? <it? laughs> Well, you know, first I'm going to kill my family, my wife and my kids if they had it to get to me. I mean, uh, that's the kind of guys. The, I mean, it's just, you know, organized crime in New York back in those days. It's a subculture that you really can't understand until you get it. You know, I mean, unless you're brought up in it or around it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's an East Coast thing, I guess, you know. Or, you, you, I understand. You know, they got, you know, they got the Texas Mafia. They got the, you know, the Tennessee Mafia. I mean... Y'all didn't operate by the law. You had to make your own laws, but those laws were under the opinion of the bosses of how they got enforced. I mean, I understand. Oddly enough, as crazy as this sounds, that wholesale car business I was telling you about that I'm in, I do that mm-hmm. show on Saturday. It it It's similar without the violence, but with the understanding that this is the way things operate. And the fact that I've taken that business, the underground wholesale car business, yeah. and put it on the radio... People have got a problem with that. People that are big in it. Why? Because I'm showing something that that wasn't shown. It's kind of like when you start something talking. Something new. It's something new, but it was it was it was. It's called an organized crime. There was no crime, but it was a very close knit group of people that you're either in or you're out. I follow you there. And if you <clears throat> if you're in and you and you do something that's against the good of the industry. Who says so? Who makes the laws? In the, no, in the, no, <laughs> it's un- understood. Uh, I, I get you, but uh, you know, you, you're not a rebel. I mean, no, you know, uh, you got to live it. But there's things on that show I still don't talk about. That's cool. Because, because that's why you. That's why you have this show, so you can just talk about whatever the hell you right. want to. Yeah, seriously. No, there's there's things on that show that I can't talk yeah. about. There, there's people that that have done bad things that that I know and. And they're still you just talking about it's going to do nothing but alienate me from the industry. I feel I, I understand. You know we had we had junkyards. I mean huge junkyards, and uh, they used to dispose of uh, cars with the bodies in the trunk. You know with the crushers. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's you know as far as we got to the used car business. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to we used to take the cars and you know if it had a body in it and bring it down and. Uh, <laughs> So you're, 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 you know, you're go to Japan. It'll go, it'll go to Japan in a little cube. <laughs> a little waste management. <laughs> so Recycle. the 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 bats scene yeah. where y'all buried the guy is that all pretty accurate? Absolutely. Accurate. Really? Said, you can't make stuff like that up. No, really? You can't. You honestly, God, you can't. And that, that was that. That all happened. I mean, and just the way it, you know, Scorsese was so meticulous in the movie. And uh, well, if you read the book Wise Guy, you know, you would. Uh, it goes a lot more into detail, but because it was a film and they only had, uh, you know, the, 
uh, two hours and 15 minutes to to take yeah. 20 years and wrap them up. Exactly. I understand. You know, and this is the 20th anniversary of Goodfellas, and it's still holding up as one of the, you know, pretty good movies. We're here today with Henry Hill. The movie Goodfellas was a portrayal of his life story, which was the movie off of the book Wise Guy, which you got with an author. How did that come up? How did you get to a point where you felt confident enough to tell this story in print before uh, the movie? Okay, I, I you know I was uh, I was involved in a few trials and you know made the headlines in New York. So uh, Simon and Schuster uh, approached my attorney, mm -hmm. who's doing 15 years now somewhere, <laughs> 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 fixing the jury, uh, looking to whack somebody. I, I don't know. Anyway, so uh, so Simon and Schuster approached uh, uh, you know uh, uh, approached my attorney and uh, Michael Quarter, and he asked him you know if uh, I would do a book. You know, and uh, what did you have to lose? Exactly. So they gave me they gave me the name of five writers uh, to pick, and uh, I interviewed two, and then I, uh, you know, hooked up with Nick, and me and him hit it off right, you know, right, right off the bat. And uh, I said, I don't want to, you know, I don't even want to interview the other two guys. Mm -hmm. You know, let's go from here. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, it took. You know, we worked on a book six years because, of, you know, you couldn't get away with that in the publishing business today. Because you know, if you sign a contract for a year, eighteen months, if you don't, you gotta hit a deadline. If you if if you miss that deadline, they'll sue you know they'll sue the heck out of you. So uh, you know, uh, but you know, we had six years to do that book, and uh, we we probably would talk every day. You know, uh, he was a, for six years. You know, every other day, uh, and uh, you know, I'd meet him uh, once a month. You know, with marshals. Uh, you know, I always had marshals or agents with me. You know, whenever I went to a neutral site, I'd meet him at a neutral site. And it was, uh, you know, and we uh, we finally finished the book, you know. And, uh, I mean, they cut it, you know, it was 650 pages to start off with. And I had to bring it, shrink it down to, you know, 340 pages. Mm -hmm. But it was the number one bestseller for 16 weeks. Was it? That's yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know no, what yeah. the success. So at that point, you thought, hey, this was great experience. We got it out there. It, it worked. You hadn't, the movie wasn't even on the... Did you know then that you wanted to do the movie? Absolutely not. You know, first of all, I got a large advance from Simon & Schuster. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. You know, that, that, that was enough incentive right there because I had to leave a lot of stuff when I... Right. You know, when I left New York. So, uh, well, when the book came out, it was, you know... It, it, it was a big success, and, uh, you know, when uh, Scorsese read it, and he called Nick up one night. How long after the book was published did y'all get the call from Scorsese? Uh, a year? No, no, it was a couple of weeks. Really? Yeah. A couple of weeks. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it just happened so fast. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, and Nick hangs up on the guy. You know, he thought it was one of his friends. Uh, <laughs> pranking he, him. Yeah, pranking him. Because he knows that's what, they, what he wanted, right? That's a dream you know? come true. And uh, he calls back, so he says he calls back. He hangs up again on him. Then he says, no, no, you know, says, please don't, you know, don't hang up. This is really Marty and blah, blah, blah. And from there, it was all, uh, you know. How long from that phone call till the plans, the, the momentum started rolling on the movie? I mean, you, you was know. Was it immediate? Yeah. because really? because He knew uh, he had a winner on his hands. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, sometimes it takes uh, 20 years, uh, 10 years. And I was about... 10 to 15 years to do a movie, you know, from the screenplay. <laughs> and, I mean, it was unbelievable. We had the movie out in four years. It came out in 90. We signed the papers in uh, 86. You know, it was just... Were a, you on set trying to keep accuracy? No, no. There was a $2 million hit on me at that time. But I was on the phone every day, you know, uh, 
I, I, I couldn't meet Ray Liotta, you know, the character that mm-hmm. played me. But uh, What a great job he did. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. Damn. Were you in Washington at that time, or was it uh, Kentucky? Uh, or I mean, you bounced I around. Don't even, I don't even remember. I yeah. might have had to move a couple of times yeah. during that period. I, I, you know, I moved t- uh, probably 12 times, you know, when I was in Were Portland. you in witness protection at that time? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, I, I wound up... Uh, they kind of threw me out of there because uh, they didn't want me, you know. Because uh, you're getting public. Yeah. Yep. So they you're selling out. You know, you know, they, 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 they figured they couldn't protect me. No, them. they couldn't. But the uh, you're they, your own worst enemy, you yeah, greedy bastard. Well, you know, <laughs> no, I don't. Hey, listen, I don't make a living. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was all green to me. You know, I couldn't understand. The, you know, I didn't know nothing about the motion picture, you know, movie. You know, making a movie. But I coached De Niro, you know, every day when he, uh, you know, for his parts. Mm-hmm. And Scorsese didn't want me hanging out with uh, with Lyota because uh, you, you know Ray. Uh, he was already in the zone. He probably well, didn't want- no, no, he had never directed Ray Liotta. so he didn't want me to influence him in any way. Ah. And uh, and Val Kilmer had had my part, you, you know, to play me. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, uh, Ray 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 campaigned so much and so hard, you know, Scorsese, and broke his balls so bad that. Uh, they had to buy. Uh, they had to buy. Uh, oh, so they had a deal with Val. Yeah, they had. A, yeah, a signed contract. They they paid him three hundred and fifty. They did the right thing. It was worth every penny. Nothing wrong with Val yeah. Kilmer, but no one could have done better than Ray Liotta in that Absolutely. character. Absolutely. I mean, he was he was unbelievable. So this hit, two million hit, on your head. Why are you here today? How can you be yeah, out? I, how, how's I, it How's it over? Well, I mean, first of all, there's every everybody that was involved with me is dead. You know, uh, one of them died here in Fort Worth. Yeah, Paul, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they, uh, you don't think their 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 kids or grandkids no, carry it on? They, they try to contact me. Do I have any pictures of uh, you know my grandfather? Oh, honest to God, they they contact. I get wise guys from all over the country come to me with treatments for you know for movie, you know script finished scripts, you know to see if I can help them along. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are boss, you know bosses. I yeah. You know, it's kind of weird, you know, but no, there's no one after me these days, and uh, you know, not that I know, of, you know, some crazy stalker or something. Right. But you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's so surreal my life, you know, that how it turned around in the last uh, twenty know. years since that movie. No, thirty. Well, yeah, twenty years since the movie, but yeah. it's been thirty years. John, John was legitimately worried. In fact, I had to have a bring up a couple muscle that's outside just in case. He you was. know what if? I mean, yeah. you just if, if somebody was that pissed off to want to pay two million dollars to get your scalp. Yeah, but that was thirty years ago. I mean, everyone. Yeah, but families run deep, and if somebody's still got a heart on for it, and they think uh, that you put their granddad in jail, you never know. Yeah, you never know. And that's all. <clears throat> but uh, you know, I, uh, I I I try to keep it. You know, I don't I try to keep a low profile. Well, you know, I don't go where. No, I mean, you, you know, the places I work, there, there's always top security. Right. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, and back at home, uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's real peaceful. You know, I got a little property and it's really beautiful. So do you, you know, not live a life of at home? Do you live in a normal home without security? Of course. You don't live in fear anymore. No, absolutely not. Okay. No, I mean, that's, you know, 15 years ago, I, I you know, I stopped looking over my shoulders. No. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to spend my life looking over my shoulder. Well, you say these wise mind. guys still call you and uh, talk to you about stuff, so they probably give you some rundowns of today's under, uh, underground world. Has it you, changed much? Not really. It, I mean, you know, they still control the, you know, you know, back east, they still control the drugs, they still control the unions, you know, the sanitation, uh, the private sanitation, uh, linens, 
You, you know, they're involved in, you know, you know, a lot of construction unions. I mean, they, you know, wherever there's an easy buck to make, you're going to find organized crime. I don't care if you're in Texas, you know, New Mexico, New York City, you know, uh, California. There's going to be someone looking to get over on you. You know what I mean? And get over on the... But it's a low you, profile now. That's yeah, it's a lot. Thing. You know, you know. I mean, John Gotti's seen to that. I mean, yeah. you know, the wise guys are going to whack him. Yeah. You know, because he brought so much heat to, uh, you know, organized crime. In New York, anyway. And his son was on 60 Minutes the other night. Did <laughs> yeah. you see that? I see. What's yeah. he thinking? Well, I don't know. You know, he says he went legitimate. And, I, you know, listen, I got to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, in fact, he, I, I did an event in New York at the American uh, Gangster Museum. You know, it was um, one of my stops on the, on the road. And uh, he had called and said he wanted to come. And I don't think, well, I don't think he showed up, but... Uh, you know, but there's no problem with anybody. You know, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. That's amazing that there's an American gangster museum. museum. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, that's you usually do something you celebrate, <laughs> right? You know, right. something achievements. But I was gangsters. I mean, is that an achievement you celebrate? I, you know, I don't know the guy that the, you know the guy that put the museum together. Well, there's a theater next to it. We mm -hmm. they showed the movie and and you know and then they toured the museum. You know, it's not it's not the size of the New York uh, Metropolitan Museum. Or, Anyone like that, but it's a uh, you know it's a nice little, uh, and they're building one in Vegas. We're too. on we're on the air with Henry Hill, the man's life story, which is the movie classic Goodfellas. He's going to be where Silver City, City. tomorrow night. Silver City tomorrow night. Yep. Uh, Twenty year reunion filming screening of Goodfellas at Silver City tomorrow night. And We'd I'm like cooking, and I'm and I'm cooking. You know, I I got a cookbook out. You know, an Italian cookbook, simple Ooh. Sicilian stuff, and. Uh, you know, they asked me to cook. You know, there's going to be... A, I'm cooking for about 400 people. It's yeah. a, it's a real big joint. Got to be there you know. at 6.30 for Speaking that. Speaking of uh, for mm -hmm. cooking, Fortuna's was nice enough to cater us lunch, old world Italian style this morning, and Moritz Cadillac provided the transportation to get you over here today. I didn't see the car, but I bet it was pretty damn oh, it's nice. Oh, nice. Been no Escalade. Yeah. It was yeah. cool. Hey, I want to play this clip from a movie and ask you yeah. about the backside of it. You, you want me to be your partner? Yeah. That's what you're trying to tell me. You want me to be partner? Yeah, what the f*** you think I'm talking about, Paulie? Please, come on. It's not even fair. I don't understand. The joint is over. Oh, you run the joint. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll try to help you, all right? God bless you, Paulie. Right. Now the guy's got Paulie as a partner. Any problems, he goes to Paulie. Trouble with the bill, he can go to Paulie. Trouble with the cops, deliveries, Tommy, he can call Paulie. But now the guy's got to come up with Paulie's money every week, no matter what. Business bad, f*** you, pay me. Oh, you had a fire? You pay me. The place got hit by lightning, huh? You pay me. Also, Paulie could do anything, especially run up bills on the joint's credit. And why not? Nobody's gonna pay for it anyway. And as soon as the deliveries are made in the front door, you move this stuff out the back and sell it at a discount. You take a $200 case of booze and you sell it for 100 Doesn't matter, it's all profit. And then finally, and there's nothing left, when you can't borrow another buck from the bank or buy another case of booze, you bust the joint out. You light a match. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The narration from that clip, the man who wrote those words, who lived those words, is here with us today on the Nooner, Henry Hill. Question, did you bust the joint out? Was that a real scene? Was that a Absolutely. I didn't, you know, many joints. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I owned uh, nightclubs ever since I was 25, mm -hmm. you know, in restaurants and... Uh, you know, that was known, uh, you know, it was just, uh, it was part of the business. You know, as soon as, the, you know, business went south, 
you know, there was no no more business. Uh, you tossed the joint, you know, and you collect the insurance. Did y'all have and, the, 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 the cops that that bought? Back back in the day, uh, you know, in the, in the 60s and 70s, I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Everybody was on a take. Everyone had a figure, a number, you know what I mean? To, you can bribe. I mean, prison, from prison guards uh, to politicians to, you know, to... Uh, uh, to the highest people in the- So what percent of the income went to greasing the wheel? 20? Uh, yeah, probably about that. I mean, they were partners. You know, they were partners on it. Every big score we made, they, they had to get their piece. You know, the cops, the, the detectives, and you know, that, that were involved in that case. I mean, it was unbelievable. But you can get away with murder, literally. You know, it's uh, unbelievable. You know, and uh, the guy ran to the day's office, uh, we knew about it before the guy even got home. You know, I mean, it was unbelievable. But that that was, you know, I was in the past. Like, you know, you can't get away with in that In the movie, like, in that scene that I just played, you took the restaurant owner to Polly, and he's looking at you and you're looking at him. Was that all real? I mean, is that, was that That's situation you, exactly how the deal went down? And, 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 and did he, did you know to go, to put the heat on that guy, to get it to that point, to bring him to Polly? Was this all happening? Course, yeah. Of course. No, no. I mean, it was a, you know, it was a way to, to move in on a joint. You know, and you know, Paulie would send the 15 of us in there to, you know, to have a, you know, start a fight and bust the joint up. And you know, the owner would run to Paulie, and you know, Paulie got an envelope every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it was, uh, you know, that's not the only joint. You know, I mean, we we did it with every uh, good nightclub back in those days. I mean, everyone had to pay rent back in those days. <laughs> Seriously, not like today. No, I mean, no, you can't get away with that nonsense, Tony. I mean, everybody, you know, that's just the way it was. Did it not make sense to keep some legitimate businesses rolling? Well, we had legitimate businesses. You know, we had, uh, you know, washed a lot of money, hmm? but uh, <laughs> washed a lot of money. Yeah, you know, I mean, a business. lot of money. You know, it, it, it was unbelievable. <laughs> you, you know, and it was really cool. What was the most profitable point of what y'all were doing? The heroin trade. Absolutely. Well, that, that, Absolutely. No, of course. I mean, you, right. you, you buy a one kilo for two hundred fifty thousand of China White, and it, you know it'll make thirty, you know, thirty kilos on the street. So I mean, look at the markup there. You know, and I all I did was wholesale. You know, I had three customers: one in one in the Bronx, one in Harlem, one in Pittsburgh, you know, one in uh, uh, one in Cleveland. And, uh, you know, I used to sell pounds. That was unbelievable. I mean, so if there was I, heat on y'all, you, you, your guys on the inside at the... At I mean, the, this was after the Lufthansa robbery. You know, I mean, we had just robbed $8 million from Lufthansa. So that, that story's accurate. And right. Every one of those stories are accurate in here. <laughs> the Air France robbery. I mean, we, 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 we robbed every airline down there. Hmm? Yeah, every airline. Was the story with your wife? Was that part? Everything was Every, all true. Right. I mean, you know. I'm liking it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Everything is So the good. girlfriend and then her friend and the whole works. Uh, everything. I mean, the, you know, you couldn't make that stuff up. It was all, you know, it all happened. Did you, you know, Where is she today? Oh, she's she's living well in, uh, in Southern Florida. Does she know? hate you? Not at all. No, I talked to her. You know, I, I I still talk to her every couple of weeks. So. Now, you guys separated in 89, but have you ever officially divorced? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, sure. When was that? When did that take uh, place? I don't know, about... Eight nine years later, yeah, it took a little. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking. And uh, I wound up marrying two other real winners. You know what I mean? And I divorced them also. Yeah. Did she know that you had girlfriends? Was of it understood? Course. Of course, I mean, of that's course. what I figured. You, you know, I mean. But in the movie, she's holding a gun at you because she's mad about it, like she didn't know. Yeah, I watched I, it last I, night to freshen up for this. I haven't been home in uh, you know I haven't been home in three days. You know, <laughs> come home with lipstick all over. 
You know, it's, okay. Hey, we've got to go to the news. The, cool. C- the CNN news. This is the real news here. But the CNN news is coming, and we'll be back with more of Henry Hill here on the Daily Nooner, live and in person. He's going to be at Silver City Cabaret tomorrow night, filming, uh, screening Goodfellas, and cooking for everyone. Pretty interesting stuff. It'll Thanks be, again, Fortunas. Thanks again, Moritz. What'd you say? Yeah, he'll be at six thirty, Silver City in Dallas. Everybody knows where that's at. It's off one eighty three in Mockingbird. Just go out there and. Uh, get there early if you want some real good food from uh, Henry. Okay. We'll be back uh, at 12.35 in five minutes right after the news. If this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be All right, y'all know what to do. Hit us up on johnclaywolf.com. You can check out old episodes on there. You know, stay up to date with what we got going on. Get cool gear. We got hats, shirts, all that. Hit us up on Facebook. You know, search John Clay Wolf Show. We're on Instagram. John's on Twitter. You know, you can holler at all of us, okay? You know how to spell it, okay? We appreciate y'all listening. Keep on rocking with us.